Hello and welcome to the Coach Marky Manila podcast. I am, of course, Coach Marky Manila and I'm coming to you live from the Philippines. I'm from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. Many of you who know me already or have worked with me or at least have subscribed to my podcast or YouTube understand that I'm particularly an expert in working with you if you're an Arabic speaker or maybe a Korean or Asian language speaker. I have a wealth of expertise working with over 740 students worldwide, many of you from within these regions. And of course, I cover all other areas too, including my lovely students in Germany, Turkey, France, Spain, and the wider Europe region. So don't hesitate to message me if you feel I can assist you. Perhaps you're struggling with any of these areas and you need an expert who is used to the particular issues that you might be facing as a speaker of a particular language. Now, today I'm getting really specific, highly focused, all right, because of course now I'm getting a lot of you writing into me, and the best way to reach me, by the way, is on Telegram. My links are down below, okay? You're letting me know what's going on for you, and I'm getting quite a lot of female Arab speakers messaging me, okay? Um, especially those of you in Saudi Arabia, so it's lovely to have you listening, and thank you for joining me, um, and for contributing to the program to help me make better content for you. So some of the issues and challenges are with regards to spoken English, okay? And I just want to speak a little bit about why perhaps this might be happening and, of course, what problems I'm finding when I'm working with all of my Saudi students, whether you be male, female, or otherwise, okay? So clearly, as we know, the English language has become increasingly important throughout the Arab world. Um, more and more it's taking on this, this bigger part. Um, partly because, of course, it is the language of business within all of the region of the Middle East. And, of course, Saudi Arabia in particular, with now the Vision 2030 and everything, it's really become a big focus, perhaps more so than ever before. Okay. Now, I also would say this podcast goes out to you as well if you're a parent. So if you're a parent of a child um, who is an Arabic-speaking child, then again, I can help you. Um, I'm about to launch some children's classes as well, online children's classes, um, where you can participate either with your child or you can have your child participate in a group session with other children. So it's entirely up to you which way you want to work this, okay? But it's a great opportunity for you and your child to bond together, spend a little bit of time while also improving your English and having fun, okay? Because remember, when we have fun, we learn faster, and all of my sessions are exceptionally good fun. So let's talk about it. Really, you may be concerned as a parent that your children's limited level of English, especially in oral communication, is going to be a problem. Um, I would say that, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, English is a major problem I found um, in Saudi, particularly among um, female English major graduates. So if this is you, okay, I'm specifically speaking to you here. I hear you, I see you, and I do work with a number of you, uh, which is a great honor and privilege to do so. And really, you're trying to do something very difficult and hard. Um, I know things are progressing now in Saudi, which is wonderful to see, but there's still a long way to go. And so I'm here to try and support as many of you as possible to access that faster. Okay. So many of um, my female Saudi um, English major graduates, um, you've developed quite limited communication skills when it comes to speaking. And if you think about it, this is where people are then coming to me for a solution to this problem. So in general, I find when you first come to me, if you are one of these lovely people, um, that you're very good at writing, but it's quite weak when it comes to your speaking skills. Um, you often find you have limited communication strategies, including paraphrasing, 
and literal translations. Now, let's bear in mind, as we've just said, English is an international language of commerce, science, communication, tourism, technology, right? And we know that Saudi is moving towards really opening up to tourism. So it's essential that this, this whole language gets lifted quite quickly. And it's not just for, for the men, it's also for the women as well, right? And I know that a lot has been done to really empower women now in Saudi. It's lovely to see, but I want to try and get behind that even more so. And that is my sort of vision for 2022-23 now for myself. My vision um, is in 2023, I want to help as many of you from the Arabic-speaking countries, whether you be men, women, non-binary, I, I don't really have any particular category here other than the fact that I want to help as many of you as possible to improve that fluency in speaking English, all right? Because your written English is great, just like my Chinese students, but the speaking is where it falls down. And we've got to help you do this, okay? So I'd like to help you develop better speaking skills because that can then help you obviously in the outside world. Um, the problem is that speaking, um, when you're talking about the spoken English by English major graduates from the Arab world, um, is simply because of a lack of direct contact with other communities that speak English, okay? And then furthermore, it has been compounded in the past, but not now, by more isolation of women from men, not socializing. So therefore, you have had a restricted access to hearing and practicing English even when it is used, okay? Um, now, as we know, the native language in Saudi is Arabic, okay? And of course, English is foreign to you. Um, but despite the cause of this problem, I really feel that this solution has got to be pushed forward to enable you to develop excellent good speaking communication skills. So you have that confidence as well. You deserve that. Okay. Um, and really, I mean, I, I wholeheartedly am trying to get more support going here for strategies in schools to help um, Arabic speaking students develop good speaking skills, not just the written skills. Okay. And from my perspe perspective, it is vital. Okay. Um, if we look at some of the reasons why, as we said, it's the lack of direct contact with English speakers and English speaking communities, um, even though you might have regular contact with, say, immigrant neighbors, tourists and relatives, um, only a few of you are actually in direct contact with many of these types of sectors. Um, and this still means that, as we said, that the language is foreign to you. Also, if you look at it, um, English is the third language being studied in school after Arabic and Hebrew. And of course, Hebrew is linguistically related to Arabic. Um, it has many sort of similar words. So few adults in the Arab community are actually being aware of English. Okay, And there are also a few um, English native speaking teachers. Right? Um, these sorts of situations can make it hard for you if you're in Saudi Arabia to know English because there's just a lack of exposure to native English. All right? And you're also confined within communities um, where you, know, you basically can only communicate with other Arabs who are speaking Arabic. So ultimately, this means that the only place left for Saudi students, um, particularly the female students, is to speak in the classroom. Um, and where, if you think about it, most of the instructors are Arabic native speakers, or at least they were way back when, when I was looking into this myself. Um, I'm sure things have changed a lot, but I believe there's still a big way to go. Um, really, if we think about it, the deficiency um, of English standards and that lack of proficiency amongst students um, but also, um, the university instructors, really, um, it, 
it's related to that amount of English language teaching. Um, and this is why I'm finding that when students first come to me to speak, okay, you are you are hearing, and I am hearing, should I say, some serious lexical errors. Um, often it's compounded by the fact, that's a nice word, that you're living in rural communities and villages too. So you're getting very little opportunity to learn English through interaction. All right. Podcasts like this, I believe, are a great lifesaver because you can access this no matter where you are, right? Okay. So keep using my podcast and do feel free to sign up and get yourself a session with me if you're able to do so. Also, there's a lack of relevant information um, in your grad schools. Um, so that when you're joining to major in the English language, um, it's it's difficult for you, right? Okay, because it's just not helping you. The grad schools and universities actually lack the right environment, okay, and therefore you end up developing like a demotivation because if you're not getting support when you go there, you're just going to switch off to the learning, right? So it's a bit of a vicious cycle. Um, I would also say that um, there is a, probably a lack of some curriculum standards still designed to test you robustly. If we look at IELTS and things like that, that's like the gold standard, the IELTS exam. If you want to try that, um, you can get some coaching from me on that. Just follow the links at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and you will get a whole host of goodies available there with me. Also, the platform, my academy platform, for less than the price of a cup of coffee a day will assist you too. But inadequate learning and teaching strategies at uni level, um, based also on the fact that you might have had a poor English background at high school, means that ultimately it's contributing to poorer communication skills, particularly among female English major graduates, all right? Okay. Um, if we look at some of the research that was done on this as well, um, a number of Arab universities were examined, particularly the university uh, English departments, and they found that the curriculum of the departments um, were heavily dominated by components of literature. Um, this meant that the instructors or those lecturers were not majoring um, in teaching the students communication strategies. All right. Remember, it's more than just teaching you literature, okay? We've got to teach you how to use the English communication strategies, the psychology of words, which is what I do, and the whole cat and caboodle. That's a nice expression, right? Everything. Um, and really, that adds to the core communication skills because you've got no way of knowing how to actually utilize it in day-to-day -day life, all right? You're also lacking the necessary vocabulary that's authentic in those business and communicative situations, right? So due to all this lack of knowledge, I would say that overall, out of all of the regions, probably my students from Saudi have continued to make more basic errors in pronunciation, morphology, and syntax, the whole thing, intonation as well. Um, when dealing with academic subjects, um, many of you, when you first come to me, struggle to convey yourself well in English. Okay, um, Simply, not your fault, it's arising from the fact that you've not been able to appropriately and correctly use English in or out of the classroom when required. So if you're in an environment that doesn't support you, how can you possibly get this right? And um, it's really that lack of competence that is, is causing this problem, which is really sad. But luckily for you and for me, we can help you fix that when you come into a session. Okay. And when you think about it, it is important. You want to communicate in English. It's essential, right? Okay. Um, if you're not using English for self-expression outside the classroom, okay, despite the fact that you're majoring in an English language, okay, it's going to be a problem. Um, many of my Arab students, um, including those from Saudi Arabia, often find it hard to get jobs as well 
um, mainly because most business managers um, or principals of even the private schools feel embarrassed to hire you um, because most of, of them do not know how to express themselves in English. So it's, it's kind of a real shame, actually, right? Because if, if the people hiring you feel that they don't have the right level of English and they believe that you do, they're not hiring you because of a prejudice against you. You possibly know more English than they do. So we've got to fix this. We've got to ensure that everybody has a good standard of English in the Arabic speaking world, mainly so that you've got all options available to you, that there isn't this kind of this, this shame. We've got to get rid of this idea that, you know, you're not as confident in your English. Um, also, if we think about that, if nothing's done about this, okay, then many of you are going to be left out of the international job market, which is absolutely not what you want. So if you need to fix this yourself, don't wait around for things to change there. Get yourself a 30-minute free session with me, and I can help at least give you some tips and a guide to go away with and work with, okay? Um, I would also say there needs to be more balance in the curriculum in general, okay? Um, and really, when we look at it, we've just got to try and support that better. Okay, particularly with the vision that Saudi now has for 2030, it's essential that a push is, is made here. And I'd love to see it happen. I really think that there's some great things afoot for Saudi Arabia. That's a good expression, to be afoot, ahead for you. Um, and we need to help you and support you as much as we can to, yeah, to get yourselves forward in the way that you need to. Um, ultimately, the solution here is speaking is the most important language skill probably among all of the four language skills, such as writing, listening, reading, and speaking. Um, if you think about it, it's a major way we communicate, um, as I know myself. Certainly, when I start to go a little bit hoarse with my voice from all the coaching and podcasting, it is noticeable, right? Okay, speaking is really important for you to convey facts and information quickly. It involves the construction of meaningful words and ideas, and it's more than just processing, producing, and receiving info, right? Okay. Um, it is about also the pronunciation, the vocab, the grammar, and there's a, you know, you need a huge understanding of to, to know why and when and in what ways to use your language. Um, and I am very competent, shall we say, at this sort of sociolinguistic competence and area. Okay, so if you're looking for somebody who's got expertise in this, then you can absolutely speak to me, and I'd be delighted to share that with you. Also, if you are a university or a lecturer or somebody working in influence in this region in Saudi, I'd love to speak with you too, because I've got a whole range of ideas that could really help improve things um, and perhaps support what you're trying to do. And I would be delighted to share a little bit of that with you. So get in touch with me. It's either hello at initial-impact.com or just message me on Telegram and I will come back to you. Um, ultimately, what we've got to do is we've got to teach these communication strategies to help develop the strength and confidence among Saudi Arabian female students in particular. All right? I'm not saying leave the guys out, but we do need to raise this playing field and level it a little bit too. All right? Okay. Um, what I'd like to do is try and raise everybody's consciousness about communication strategies that will solve communication problems. Um, because let's face it, I'm not being funny, but the Middle East and being where you are in the world, there's a lot of conflict. And I believe that if we can communicate in an effective way, it helps improve and reduce some of these conflicts. Right? Not always, but we know that communication is key in many circumstances in life. Okay, um, hard to do that if you can't. Okay, 
So when we think about it, we want you to be able to use different strategies, okay, paraphrasing, mining, literal translations, also being able to select the right means of the right communication for the right situation, informal and formal. All of this is required. Also your stress and your inflection, okay? Are you going up or down? Where is your tone? What is your pitch, all right? All of this makes a huge difference. Um, from my perspective, the social interaction that is going to increase now, thankfully, be between men and women being able to socialize more together and the family unit, okay, can only help you improve your English, both orally and in writing, okay? I also believe that the tourism coming into the region will help you bring you into contact with different cultural and linguistically, you know, minded people, which is great, okay? But in order to be able to make sense of that, you do have to improve your listening skills and speaking skills. It's no good just being surrounded by loads of people from different nationalities, tourists, if you can't communicate with them, all right? The good news is the human brain is wired to learn language faster through speech and sound, and that's why it's vital, I would say, for us to teach you speaking skills first. So I hope this has helped address some of the issues I'm seeing with the Saudi women in particular, but it also applies for anybody else in the whole Arabic speaking world. Um, I would like to say that you do face probably more problems um, in the oral communication skills than others. Um, it's essential that you get as much of a socialization going as possible. Really, we want you to practice those all communication skills, just speaking out loud to yourself. Um, also, try to get yourself involved in business activities and maybe ask your teacher at university if you can perform different tasks and use communication skills in a different way. Try to get creative yourself. You are amazingly intelligent individuals. Um, and really, I just want to support you to try and get that conversation going with your university or your boss, okay? Um, ultimately, don't give up. Keep going. And we will do everything that we can to support you. Certainly, if you work with myself, you'll get my full backing. Um, if this has been of interest to you, or if you are affected by this issue, please message me and let me know. Let me know. I really do want to understand how far this goes. But as far as I'm aware, yeah, this is the biggest issue facing. Um, certainly, um, any sort of female and Arabic learner of English. Okay, and um, I hope this has given you some ideas as to how you can tackle that. Stay very safe wherever you are in the world today. Remember, keep focus, keep going, and you will get what you focus on. So remember, focus on success. See you soon. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.